We'll do a review in the Kutesiches in Chelek Yudzayin, volume 17, the fourth Sicha for the Parsha Shmini. Now, this is a very technical Rashi Sicha, and when the Torah discusses about the various things that cannot be eaten, the Torah discusses in one Pasuk, it discusses the insects and the various different kinds of uh, snakes, etc., and that cannot be eaten. And in the Rashi over there, when we try to compare the different Rashis and how Rashi compares with the Torah's Kohanim and the Gomorrah, we see differences which is very, very difficult to understand uh, why Rashi says what he is saying, why Rashi doesn't always, doesn't seem to be consistent. The Rebbe is going to take apart this Rashi's in every details in generally, but it's a very technical, and we'll see uh, inside the uh, explanation how the Rebbe uh, brilliantly explains all the uh, details in the Rashi. Let's go inside. There's also a beautiful, uh, in the end, as usual, a Heiroa in Avodah Hashem, and also that this happens to be the word gochen that we're going to be discussing. The middle of the word vav is a large vav, a, and it's also the middle of the Torah and the numbers of letters of the Torah. So there's an equal amount of letters in the Torah before the word vav of the, before the letter vav of the word gochen and an equal amount of letters on the other side, after the Vav of the word Gochen. We're going to discuss the word Gochen, which is in the, talking about the snake who walks on his, crawls on the stomach, as we will see in the Rashi, the Rebbe will bring from the Tzemach Tzedek, he'll also uh, bring from the Maharsha, uh, later on in the Sicha. Well, let's start and go step by step. Aleph. This is the Pasuk that says, the Pasuk talks about three different kinds, uh, when they discuss it, three, three, three different kinds of uh, insects crawling things that you cannot eat. So it says like this, three things. It says, Any one that walks, moves, on the stomach, uh, simply meaning gochen. We'll see Rashi Taich is a little different, but that's part of the explanation. But the Pashtu says, any crawling, any insect, any crawling thing that walks on its stomach, meaning no legs, but it crawls on the stomach, the whole, it's going to be uh, tame, not to be eaten. And further he says, the whole, an insect that walks on legs, which is an unusual for insects. Most insects crawl, but this is talking about a scorpion, as we will see in the Rashi. Uh, one who walks on any one that walks on four of the insects, ad kol marber and also included in this is old that have lots of legs which Rashi will explain what this, that is, as we'll see inside the Goyim. So, the Rebbe is going to start one Rashi at a time. It's Rashi Maitik in Eshton Dibur HaMaschil. 
So in the first uh, opening uh, for the Pasuk, explaining the Pasuk, he quotes from the verse, Hoylech al gochet goes on its stomach. Uniz Mefarish, Rashi explains, Zenochesh, that refers to the snake. Anochesh is Hoylech al gochet and Veloshin Gochen. <coughs> Soon we'll see next as what is called Heilechal Gochen. But here first, what is Gochen? Zanochosh. Veloshin Gochen. What is the language of Gochen? Rashi says, what does it mean? Walks on Gochen. So Rashi says, Shechia, bent over. Shehoilech Shoch, that he goes bent. And then he falls onto his stomach. So, it seems to me a little bit strange. Favos Rashi touched. Why Rashi translates Hoylech al Gochen Zen Nochosh? Why is Rashi saying walking on the stomach would be a Nochosh? As many other uh, creeping, crawly things that climb, uh, creep on their stomach, why did Rashi choose that it means the Nachosh? Because the Torah refers to the Nachosh as a Hoylech al So the reason Favos Rashi touched Hoylech al in Zen Nachosh is moving in Pashtus. That is understood simply why Rashi chooses that the Hoylech al is a snake. Because there ain't sicker art in Torah who may gefint an endlich and loshen. The only time in the Torah that you find a similar language of gochen by shirotzim, when we're talking about the insects, or uh, the, uh, the, the, the the shirotzim is by nochosh, is by by the snake. Over there, the Torah says the lotion of this kinds of rodents uh, is, is a snake. In Parshish Breshis, over there, when the Abishter cursed the Nochosh, the snake, for enticing Chavo and Odom to eat from the Eitz Hadas, so the Abishter says, You shall walk Al Gechoincho. So it says the word Gochen there. So is there fun muchach? And there's no other place where the Torah, with regards to the insects, the rodents, where the Torah says the word gechencha is move on. Is a fun muchach? It's evident as oich hoylech al gochen meit nochosh. That when the pasuk says here hoylech al gochen, we're talking about a snake. That's what it means hoylech al gochen. All right. So we understand. Why Rashi says Hoylech al is a snake. But why Rashi explains the meaning of Gechoncho is a little bit that it bends and then it falls on his stomach, that seems to be different than uh, some of the other Mephorshim. And Rashi doesn't explain anything al Gechoncho Telech what it means. Rashi seems to say something, an addition here, walking, bent over, and then falling on its stomach. 
Damsiyum from Pirush Rashi. We need to, however, understand the ending of this Rashi, of this commentary of Rashi. Rashi says, that the lotion of Gochin means bent over. That he goes bent over. And then then he falls on his uh, stomach, on his intestines. As we said, this Rashi, as we had already the word Gechoin, Rashi doesn't give this translation. In the Parshas Breshis, it says, Al Gechoin Chotelech. So, what does it mean over there, Gechoin Chotelech? Rashi doesn't say that you should go bent over and fall on your stomach. Rashi doesn't say anything there. But don't this Rashi need me farish, vos is Loshin Gochin. Rashi doesn't. Explain what does it mean when it says you should go al gechoincha. The only thing Rashi mentions over there, not as regalayim hoyu loyvenikzetsu. The only thing Rashi does say that he had legs and they were cut off, but not this whole thing that he goes bent over and he falls on his stomach. Is it muva? So it's not understood. Rashi adam gedarft mefarizayin dem taich from gochin dem ersten mol. Then I state in Chumash, Rashi should have explained the meaning of Gochin. It says there Al Gechoin Choteilech the first time when it says the Chumash. Unit farlozen zich oiv zayn pirish in parshish mini, and not to rely on the commentary that he's going to give in the parshish mini. So why does Rashi not explain it over there? Adrabu will explain. That Gechoincho Vedir Taka doesn't mean that. Over there it means Pashadi on the stomach. Over here, in the fitting of this Pasik, as the Rebbe will explain, it has to be the Gechoincho Teilech that first it goes bent over until it falls on its Me'ai. Base. The Rebbe said maybe. It would seem that we could answer this question. Why Rashi doesn't say earlier anything in the Pasigal Gichon Chotelach? As Rashi is Nit Mefarish, in Parshish Breshis, Al Gichon Chotelach, that Rashi is not explained in the portion of Breshis the meaning of Al Gichon Chotelach, while their Taich von Gochen is moving Meilov. What Gochen means, it's self understood. And one of two ways we can say that Rashi doesn't have to explain it because it's obvious what it means, but then we'll have to understand. So why does Rashi have to explain it over here, as the Rebbe will say? But why would a Rashi not? Why would Rashi not need to explain the meaning al gichon chotelech? Because two possibilities, what Gichoncho could mean. We find the one of the rivers that uh, came out from the Eden, it says it split the Arba Roshim, and one of them is called Gichon. Gichon and Gichoncho is similar. So maybe the uh, meaning, Rashi knows the word Gichoncho is like the same meaning as the river which is called Gichon. 
Over there, Gichayin Rashi translates because the water sort of roars and pushes. That's the kind of a action of the Nochosh. Also, we can say, let's look inside. And since that Pasuk is earlier, maybe Rashi doesn't have to say anything. So, Aleph. The name of the second river of the four rivers. This is a Pasik in the embraces. Uh, earlier also embraces, but that Pasik is before the Pasik embraces where it says Al Rashi. So Rashi translates Gichon, Shahoya Hoylech Vehoyme, that it kept on going and roaring, Vamiyose Gedoylome Oid, and that roar is very, makes noise. The, 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 the river roars, it, it, it's, it's, it's a very strong uh, sound, Kimoi. This would be the same also, the lotion of Gichon, Yigach. What is, is the meaning of goring? When the ox gore, he goes and he roars. That's the way he gores. That he gores and he keeps on roaring. So Rashi doesn't have to say what means because we can touch the same thing. Since the snake crawls on the ground, that he had legs and they were cut off. So that walk is called on your gochen. And the Rebbe says, as the Evan Ezra says, why, how he types the word Gechoncho, Bavur Horuach Sheyagiach Mimenu. It's because of the wind that roars from him, this haste. So that would mean the Gechoncho, based on the Amiyosu Gedoilo, on the level of roaring. That would be the idea of. I hope I'm translating the words uh, correctly. Maybe English a little better words than I'm using choice of words, but the uh, contents is understood. So according to this one possibility, that would mean that Rashi relies on his commentary on the previous verse so that's what Rashi doesn't have to tell you al That's how the Evan Ezra touches the word al Another possibility that Gochen made mine base. Maybe Gochen means the intestines, the stomach, with the Targum touched, as the Targum translates al telech. Walk on your go on your stomach, other or your chest, Kipirish, uh, as the Ebenezer says. 
On Rashi, so gechoyncho is obvious. Gechoyncho either means a stomach, it means the intestines, or it means the chest, the crawling of them. On Rashi, darfis need mefarizayin. Rashi doesn't have to mefarizayin to explain the meaning of the word gochen. Because that's a word, Gochen, is a word that the, it's a Hebrew word, it's a Loshin Kodesh word. The student knows the meaning. And Rashi doesn't have to explain it to him. Punkt ver them taich. For me, I in other from just as he knows the translation. You say, me I in the intestine, the stomach. Or Chazet, the chest, he knows what it is. So he doesn't have to also. So this would be two possibilities why Rashi doesn't have to explain it over there. Okay, so that's fine and good. But the question is then, so why does Rashi have to change it over here? But according to this, it's the difficulties on the other side. Vos is Rashi's Hechrech. What is Rashi's evident as though is the pirush for that in our pasuk when it says it goes on the gochin means something different nitvi al baal not as the pasuk which Rashi doesn't explain because it's obvious to Rashi why do we have to say that over here it's different. Explains over here. Nit hoylech vahoyme chulu. It doesn't explain that it means that he goes and he the roars. Or the kipirusha targum, or the targum says over here me ohi on the stomach. Rashi doesn't say that. The Ebenezra says it means the 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 the, the roaring. The the targum says on the stomach. Rashi says no. Nor loshin gochin. Gochen means that you are bent over. Bent over and then falls on the stomach. Why does Rashi have to change it? So the question is not how come Rashi didn't explain it earlier, but the question is if earlier it's obvious, but it's a different Pirish, why does Rashi have to say it different? Okay, now the next thing is the, the, the Pasuk says we say it means a snake. But the Pesach says, Kol hoylech al raglov. Oh, I mean, sorry. Hoylech al gochen. The Pesach says, Hoylech al gochen. Then it says, Kol hoylech al gochen. What does it mean, kol? What does it mean, all? What, what does that include? The Noch is Rashi Megimel. The Noch is Rashi mighty kol hoylech. Uniz mefarish. And he explains lehovi hashil shulin v'asadoyma ledoyma. I don't know how to translate the word shil shulin, but we will see the. Uh, it's a kind of a crawling, uh, uh, maybe a, a worm. Maybe a worm is called a shil shul. And v'asadoyma. And also that which is similar to that which is similar. It seems like a worm is similar to a snake. And then there's another category 
which is similar to a worm. So it includes everything. So call, as the Rebbe will ask on that, but in the Pashtus, when you read the Rashi, we're talking about a snake, that's Heilech al Kol means the worm, which is similar to the snake. And then also adding something which is similar to a worm further. Is it move on? It's not understood. Emes takas kol is It is actually true that when it says kol, it's adding. It's an inclusion. Aber from vanent is the rayel derachapshat. But how? When we're learning in the simple meaning, in the way of pshat, what is the evidence? As it is marbet zveizach. How do we know that the kol is marbet two things? First of all, aleph is marbet shul shulim the worms. And base, and number two, and also that is similar to that which is similar. The shilshul is doyme to the snake, and then another category, how do we know it's coming that way? To add something else. When you look actually in the source, the Gemara does not actually say that. It's... Uh, And uh, Rashi chooses the language of the Teres Kohanim, could have chosen the lotion of the Gemara. Let's see. Base, the Kasha Vert Noch Starke. This question becomes even greater when we look at the sources for this Drosha. This Drosha is do in Teres Kohanim on Gemara. This expounding of this call. That it means the shulim daima comes both in the Teres Kahanim and in the Gemara. The Loshin Fun Rashi Ves Hadoimeladoima Rashi's language, that's which is similar to the similar state, in Teres Kahanim. That's actually in Teres Kahanim. Ober in Gemara is the Loshin Ves Hadoime Lishilshul. Doesn't say doime lidoime, but it says doime lishilshul. What's the difference? When we say in the Gemara, we can say that it's not a new category. It's one thing. It's the shilshul and what's similar to the shilshul. It's not one category lower. Doime lidoime means doime is category B, and doime lidoime is category C, a further level. In the Gemara, we can, and Rashi chooses this Losh, is loid der girsa von Gemara, according to the version of the Gemara, can men lernen bedeche kakolponim, we are able to learn. Yeah, it's, even though it's not so smooth, but we could squeeze in, as kol is marbeblois einzach, that the kol is only including one item, which is shilshul, vadoimel shilshul. That's the one item, it's not two items. The shilshul, vadoimel shilshul, is one item. To say shilshul is a dogma from the mean, from the was learned of from the ribui. Shilshul only provides us an example of what is included. So we're including one thing, and as an example, we're saying shilshul, versus koilel yedin sheretz, versus doimer tzu shilshul. Shilshul, it means the shilshul, and all of those that are shilshul, 
that's just a sample. Upshita shilshul gufa. So for sure, the shilshul itself. So we're saying that shilshul ba'doymel shilshul is just telling you it's the general category of shilshul. Those that look like shilshul, those that look like, and what's similar to that. That's how we can say the meaning is in the Torah's Kohan, to the Gemara. But according to the version of the Teres Kahanim, similar to the is Mudgash over there, there's an emphasis. So we have the emphasis that these are two inclusions. There are two steps, categories here. Aleph Shilshul, that is similar to the Nochosh. Beis ves ha doyme le doyme. The shrotsim vazayin and nid doyme le nochosh. You have shrotsim that are not similar to the snake, nor doyme le shilshul. Because that's the category of doyme le shilshul. Vos eralein shilshul himself is beis ha doyme le nochosh. Is only similar to the nochosh. <coughs> and we're including yeah, this next category. Rashi klaptois the girsa from Torah's kahanim, or need the girsa from Gemara. And Rashi chooses the version of the Torah's kahanim, and not the version of the Gemara. So Rashi similar seems like wants to say that this call is coming to include two things. Why? How do we know more than one? And number three, further, Farvos is Rashi mighty from Posik. Rashi explains what the extra call, what is it coming to include. So why in the quote from the Pasik he also quotes the word This extra that we learn out is only the word koil. Why does he have to bring down the word hoilach as well? Quoting, why does he quote from the verse the word hoilach as well? And the Rebbe says, if you contrast this in the next few Rashi's, where Rashi will explain the Hoylech Arba and then the Koil Hoylech Arba, over there Rashi just uses the word Koil uh, to say it doesn't have the, the, over there Koil Hoylech. And here Rashi says Koil Hoylech. Right immediately in a similar way when Rashi explains the Hoylech Arba and the Koil. Is Rashi mighty from the Verter, the Koil Hilachar Arba? Over there it says, All that walk on four, nor them word Koil. He only brings the word Koil. And he says to include the Chaposis from the word Koil. And over here Rashi is also quoting the Hilach. Chaposis, I don't know exactly also how to translate that, but that's a uh, a crawling thing. It's also a rodent, like a like an acro, like a scorpion, but it has uh, uh, another two legs that it doesn't uh, doesn't really use to walk on. So that's why it's it's similar to halarba, as we'll see later on. But for uh, for now, the Rebbe just wants to understand why does Rashi bring down over here called hoylech in the similar. Rashi over there just brings the word kol, which includes the chaposis. 
And those Rashi Moisiv who might and here Rashi adds and also quotes Hilch. Okay, so we have two Rashi: the Hilch Al Gochon and Koil. Hilch Al Gochon. Then we're going to the next thing in the Pesach is Hilch Al Arba, Dalit, the Noch. And there's similar questions that we have over here, we have in the next Rashi as well. The Noch is Rashi, Maitig, Hoylech al Arba. Quotes from the Pussy goes on four. Unizmefarish ze akrof. That's a scorpion. How does Rashi know that it's an akrof? Because there's only one rodent, one sheritz that goes on four. Uh, that goes on four. And so the the sheretz is the creepy crawling. It's a scorpion is included. It's not doesn't include uh, others of these uh, crawling stuff. I mean, I mean, there's a lot of rodents, I guess, that uh, go on four legs, but that's not the shrotzim uh, that uh, are included over here. Uh, it's not the uh, crawling things that are included over here. That's separate. The rodents are a separate category. Belcher is that ain't sicker sheretz, but is arba. That's the only sheretz that goes on four legs is the akrof. So. Rashi knows it. Just like we said before, how do we know Because the Nochosh is the that the Pasuk talks about. Here we know because that's a Sheretz that goes on four. And then Rashi quotes, as we said before, again, Kol. What does that include? And Farish Lahovi as Hachapusis which is Ashkarbut Blaz in the language in Laz, it's called the Ashkarbut. And then he says Ledoime. And that is similar to that one that is similar. So the Chapushis is similar to the Akrov. And also the Doime to the Chapushis is also included. Is oich don't move on al derech hanal siv gimelo here too. We don't understand the similar as before in siv gimel. Aleph we had before. From vanet nem Rashi from shatak suvim. Where does Rashi take out? How does Rashi know from this simple meaning of the psukim? As their call is maravet zveizachon that the word call when it says call heilachar arba. Comes to include two things. Aleph, number one, hachapusis. And number two, beis, ves had doimel And that's which is similar to the similar one. Hapusis is doimel and also the similar to the hapusis. Beis, favos, klaipt, ois, rashi, di girsa, from teres kahanim. Why does rashi also again choose the language of teres kahanim, which says doimel and not from the Gemara. Similar questions as before. 
because that way could be translated that the chipus is only a sample, but we're only including one thing, not two things. And finally, in the Pasik, the third thing is also says, Ad kol Also, all that have many feet. Hey, Shpetesh Tzach Rashi, of Mar the one who has lots of feet, and is Mefarish, he explains the nadal, that's the nadal, that's the nadal crawling thing, which is Sheret Sheyeshle Raglayim Ereshevatz Novoy Lekanu Lekan. It's a kind of an insect, a Sheret that has legs from his head to his tail on both sides. Vekoyim Tzind Fidish. It's called Tzind Fidish. Umedem is Rashi Mesayim Zempirish and Posing. And that's how Rashi concludes his commentary on this Posing. He doesn't explain the call, Marberaglayim. He just says what the Marberaglayim is. So, Rebbe says, "Dos was Rashi is Meirich, this Meroshev Aznovei, Aznodel Zesheret Sheeshloi Raglayim Meroshev Aznovei Lekano Lekan Vekoyrin Tzin Tfidish, that we call it Tzin Tfidish, and it has legs from the head to the tail. Unzoknit Bekitzer. Why does Rashi not say just short? Zen Nadel Tzin Tfidish Blas. She said, "This is an Tzin." It's understanding that we understand." Rashi Bavorun Rashi cautions us a zain and doch faran asach shrotzim mid harberaglayim. There are many insects that have many legs. Pavozokman as marberaglayim zenadl. So, why do we say, why would we translate that it means anadl dafke? Uh, when the post says a marberaglayim, it means the nadal. Maybe it means other insects. So Rashi has to explain that if it is Rashi Masbir, Rashi explains that those is a sheret was a ganzer gufat raglaim. That's an insect that his entire body is full with leg. from the head till the tail. On the canal, on both sides. On their far, and that's why we koirin rufmanim, and that's why he's called al shem ribu haraglaim. Because he has so many legs, they call him Tzint Fidish, which means Meir Aglaim, 100 legs, because that's the one who has so many legs, 100 legs in it. And that's why when it says Marver Aglaim, talking about this as an example. That's the insect when the Torah says Marver Aglaim, it means an adult. The Tzint Fidish. So that much we understand, but Parvosis of Barashi don't it mefarish the word call marbaraglaim. Why not the word call like in the two previous one? What is this call coming to add? Voshtet in posit says in the posit as a kun marbezayin oich under shrotzin that is coming to include also under other insects vazayin the marbaraglaim undaimulinadul that are also that have lots of legs and they're similar to another. And Rashi said, "Doime v'satoime That's compared to the doime. So how come Rashi doesn't say anything? And the Rebbe says, and actually, in the source of Rashi, the Teres Kahanim and the Gemara, there's actually uh, drushes on this as well. Just like Rashi admits that the Pel is not grasa sa in Teres Kahanim, on sa in Gemara, 
that both in there. Kan de Gemara shtetake. Over there it actually says, as at kol marbe, at kol is mar marbe, as a doime, as a doime le doime. That is what's similar and what's similar to similar. As Rashi had said that the previous two uh, uh, cases, Rashi brings the drushes Razal the Ashtetzimol. Rashi brings these expounding of our sin blessed memory on the first two times which stayed the call in Posik, and which the call says in Posik, only by Britmol and not by this third time. So what's going on up here? So there's a lot of technical questions, but they need to be answered, and we'll see. And the Rebbe in Nozvov begins to explain the answers to these questions. Oizvov. So the Rebbe begins now the explanation to answer all the questions we had in the Rashi. So first of all, the Rebbe explains while we know that means a snake because that's what the parsha calls earlier. And we know that means an akra because that's the only one. But the question is, why did the Torah choose to use that Lushen, not explicitly say Nochosh and Akrov? Those are pretty common names in the Torah. So why does it have to say Heilech al and it means a Nochosh? Heilech al Arba, it means Akrov. When the Torah could have said a Nochosh and Akrov. So that means, that tells us, that the Torah doesn't want to just include only a nochosh. The Torah wants to talk only about one characteristic of the nochosh, which is the creeping and crawling, and therefore the kol hoilech is including all those that crawl in a similar way. Let's look inside. The the explanation all the above. The gizokt friyer, as said earlier, from them was their posik nuts them loshen heilech al gochen. The fact that the Torah uses the loshen walks on the gochen, we know a loshen was nor by nochosh. That's a language which is only used with regards to the nochosh. Is muchach, so it's evident as their meant meant er anochosh that what he means here is the snake ze nochosh. So we know that Heilech al means a snake. But why does the Torah not say a snake beferish? We also know when it says Heilech al that it means an akrov, a scorpion, because that's the only one of the Shrotzim that goes on four legs. Vibald has the Einziker Sheretz versus Heilech al the only sheretz that walks on four is an akrov, is a scorpion. Is the fun muchach. So that's why from this it's evident as the Torah red vegan akrov. The Torah discusses here about the scorpion when it says halachal arba. Ze akrov, as Rashi says. This is the akrov. The question is, Ober farvoz zog der posik halachal gochen halachal arba. Why does the Pasik say goes on its stomach? 
or goes on four legs, which means the snake and the scorpion and doesn't say briefly and in short and clearly instead of giving you the simonim of the Nachosh And Rebbe in the bracket explains that this is only a problem in this two sentences, the and not over there, we understand why it doesn't say Zenadl, because we don't know what a Nadl is. It's not a common name. The fact that it says Marbeglaim and not Nadl can an answer, and we can answer. While Nadl is Nitkin Loshna Mikravort, it's not a usual language of the Pasik word, so we can't say a nadl. We don't find the word nadl in the Tanakh, it's in the Tereskanim or in the Mishnah, what Rashi brings. So that's where we find it, but not in the Pasik. But therefore, the pasuk has to say because there is no. We have to tell you what we're talking about a nadal, but it can't say nadal itself. That's not a common word to be used in the Chumash in the turn of Yuxuvim. Oh, bernochosh un akrov. But when we talk about the nochosh and the akrov, there are words that are stated many times in the Chumash. So why does the Torah say holich al gochen? And why doesn't it say anochos and anakrov? Which what it means anochos and akrov. So Muslim zogn, we have to say anochos has several characteristics. That the only characteristics that we're trying to speak of is the characteristic of holich al gochen. That's the characteristic that we want to talk about. And that's the call going to be marbe, anything of that specific characteristic, which in this case would be the hoylech halgochen. Muzman zogun, as mit hoylech halgochen read the Torah, the hoylech halgochen, the Torah is talking vegan nochosh, nit als klolus hanochosh, vosot kama vekama tchunas. Not talking about a snake in general who has many different character traits. What a nochosh. Then it would have to say nochosh, but the Torah doesn't want to say nochosh as a nochosh. Nor davki al saza, the Torah wants to specifically say, that we're talking about here the fact that it climbs on the gochen. Is the main move on, so therefore it's understood, as kol hoylech al gochen. When you say anything that Hilch al Gochen is Marbe Shrotzim Bozainen Doimetsu Nochosh. So, what kind of Shrotzim are we including that are similar to the Nochosh? Dafki in the meaning for Hilch al Gochen, specifically in this aspect that it goes on the Gochen, not other character traits of the Nochosh. Terry writes this because that's the character trait that we're talking about, and anyone that has that character trait. 
which is Shilshulim Cholo. But Derech said, same thing is when it says Cholo Arba, the Torah wants to talk specifically, include the Kol, something which has the characteristic of Hilchal Arba. And the Farken, the Posik Nitzog, Nochosh, and the Akr of the Posik cannot say because the the Posik wants to include things that are similar to the crawling part of the Nochosh and similar to the four legs of the Akrov. So the Posik can Nitzog, Nochosh, and the Akrov, if it would say Nochosh, Nochosh, by itself, and Damold Volt, Kol Marbegeven, then Kol would only include Nor Shrotzim for Min Nochosh, Nochosh, only. Those shrotzim that are part of nochosh va'akrov, because it says nochosh, it would have said nochosh. Said akrov, it has to be a nochosh and akrov, has to be of that kind. Call of the nochosh akrov. Or the Even we would have added something which is similar, not a nochosh akrov. Vot mezenit givust in vos zeidarf darfen zeidain. Vot mezenit givust in vos darfen zeidain doimer. We wouldn't know in what aspect of the nochosh they need to be compared to. He said, call nochosh, even if you want to include. Let's say we'll give in. We'll say that you're going to include others that are not a nochosh, but we don't know what characteristics do they have. In the Inyan phone, heilach al gochen, un heilach al arba, which is the Pasuk writing it. We wouldn't know that. Other than the problem. Maybe it thinks about other details. We would not know that. So the Torah writing Halgochen tells us we're not talking api, we're not talking about a only snakes, we're not talking about only scorpions. We're talking about characteristics that the Nochosh has, which is Halgochen, and we're talking with the characteristic that the Akrov has Halarba. So Valpize is moving the Pashtus based on this, it's self-understood. Favos Rashi can don't learn and Rashi cannot learn it that Gochen, that the reason is Gochen, because of the wind that roars from him. As Rashi explained before in the Parsha by Gichen. Because we're saying anything that goes on the Gochen, Kumdoch Marbezain. Under the shrotzim is an hilch al gochon, coming to other insects that go on the gochon. Um, we can find under sheretz, was his hilch or magiach ruach. We don't find another sheretz that should be going and roaring with the wind, the magiach ruach, and therefore we're not touching that touch. Zayin, al pizeh is oich move on. According to this, we're saying that the Heilach al Gochen is that specific uh, characteristic, and we're trying to include um, others that have this characteristic. So the Rebbe explained why we can't say that it means Heilach Magiach Ruach because there is no other Sheretz uh, to include. And we can also not also not to say translate as the Targum translates. 
Algochen al that algochen means on the stomach, on the intestines. While damult is not move on, because then it's not understood. Favos nuts der posig dem loshen gochen. Eilach al gochen. Why does he say gochen? Vos is machriach as a nochosh. And then you know that it means the snake. And the reason we know is vile. So you're saying we know the snake because it's gochen, and then the same thing by kol heilach al arba, the second part in the pasuk is marba andre shirotzim. That includes other shirotzim. So why would the Torah not write the fetish? It goes on the me'ayin. As though you can't stay in a lotion, not to say nochosh. And nochosh, the characteristic hoylech al-gochen, kol hoylech al-gochen, which would therefore mean those that meet the characteristic of the gochen. The Torah Kuru Ratchila said a language, which would include all the shrotzim. Not talk about a snake and the characteristic of the snake, which is Eilich al Gochen, if the meaning of Gochen is that it climbs on its stomach. From them, could say it goes on its mayof. That's what the Pasuk could have said. Muslim Zogun, so therefore we have to say, as Eilich al Gochen is at Chuno, was his takedo nor beim nochosh. Now, this Eilich al Gochen is only a characteristic which is by the snake. It's not a general characteristic, which is uh, by all crawling things. It is owned by the snake. And that's why the Torah wants to say the snake and anything that has that crawly characteristic of the snake, the Hoyle Chalgochem, on the far side, Rashi, Veloshin, Gochen, Shechia, Shehoylech, Shoch, Venoifel. Gochen means bent over, and Shehoylech, Shoch, he goes bent over, Venoifel, Al, Meven, he falls on the stomach. For Onleb Gator, Angebeugen, Nitalmeyev, first he goes bent, not on the Meyev. No spetter is a neuflamir, but later on he falls in the veil. Mashenkin shul shulim, as opposed to these worms, a kiyetzeboy, bos mizmarbefun kol, which we are including from the word kol, krichen lechatchilamayem. They, to begin with, they crawl on their stomachs. This is by Gochen. Similar thing is also by the akrom. An alderech zeh kol heilach al arba. Cannot just say a characteristic uh, which would include everybody because kol nor an akrov is al arba doesn't mean can't mean anything else al arba can only mean a akrov. When we talk about the chapusit, what means marbe? 
from coil, which we learn out from coil. They have more than four legs. But using the the upper legs are not used, so they're not really because they're not really used so much. But who has Arba is only the Akro. So under far is Rashi mighty from Pasik called Hoylach. Rashi quotes the word also Hoylach from the Pasik. Midem is there Madgish. He emphasizes with this as the endlichkeit vision zeimit nochosh. Then what is the similarity? We say all that walk. What is their similarity with the snake? Is blois in their halicha. It's only Hoylach that they go. In the walking, was that comes later by the snake. After he falls, then later on he crawls. But the idea that is bent and he's going bent in is by they don't have it. So it's not like the uh, saying of means something else but it, and the Nochash and it could say another language because that is actually the only thing which is that's the only thing that is according to Rashi's Pshat that walks and then falls. Because where Rashi chooses the version of the Tereskana, which says, and that which is similar to that which is similar. What is Rashi trying to tell us over here? This is not a third category. And lost ones there mid is coming to teach us Aleph, their call kum nit marbezain noch shrotzim imin hanochash vakrov. This is not coming to include other insects in the snake category or the scorpion category. Vos damult is dos marbe oicha zelcha vos engdem zelazen. Then you would be including others which are not similar because they're it's only in the family of the snake or the family of the akrov, but they don't have this similar characteristic. So what is the call including? Nor Not the family of Nochosh and Akrov, not the mean, but rather any other uh, insects, but they have a similarity in Nochosh In the Inyam von Heulich al Gochen and al Arba, that they too go on the Gochen and that they too go on four. That's Doime. Base. That's number one. That we're talking about Doime and we're not talking about Kar. Doime, not talking about category of the snake or the scorpion base. 
לאידוך, על דבר אחד, אפילו שלשולים זיננית דוימה לנוחש בכל פרוטו. Also, a shilshul is not similar to a snake in all details. Even when he is walking in that aspect that's going on the gochen, is not fully the same. So, that is also included. There's only a little bit of a similarity. In the end, he falls, so he's similar to the shilshul. But he's not really similar, so there's a the, the difference over there. It has only a little of a similarity to the scorpion. In the meaning of the Arba, in this aspect that it goes on for, they're not used to the four legs, so he only technically goes on four. So since we're only talking about a comparison that is a little bit compared, it can include even that is similar to the other similar because it's not about categories here, it's about a ktsas dimyen. Oib nares hot nizich odem ktsas dimyen biinyen. Hoylech al gochem al arba. If it only has a little bit of a similarity, that it goes on the gochem, and it goes on four, that is sufficient. Since we all what we need is some sort of a comparison so therefore, if it's similar to what's similar, but it does carry that s- s- uh, comparison and the fact that it's and it's totally a different kind, but it's still similar in that aspect, that is all included the doyma l'doyma. Oistas. Api kol anal Based on the above, we understand the difference between Kol Heilech Al Gochem and Kol Heilech Al Arba. The first two cases, which Rashi doesn't, which Rashi explains the word Kol, on Kol Marbel Aglayim, where Rashi is not mefarish tevis Kol, where Rashi does not explain the meaning of Kol. Why? Because Heilech Al Gochem and Heilech Al Arba, the Climbing on the gochen, going on the gochen, and going on four, zaynet faran b'shirotzim nor by nachosh va'akrov. They are only by the snake and the scorpion on the far, and therefore, when their posik is meisiv kol hoylech al gochen v'kol hoylech al arba, that anyone that gochen, anyone hoylech al arba, kemeni taichu kipshuto, then you can't say it literally, ale shirotzim. Because it doesn't exist. Only a Nochosh is Shoch and Neufel, and only an Akrov has four legs. 
so there's no other shrotzim. Was gain al gochen arba. But chutz v'nochosh v'akrov is nito hasheretz. Was his holech al gochen oil al arba. Umemeila musman zogon. As kol do is nit kibshute nor is bol rabbis. So therefore, you have to say it doesn't mean all because there's no all. There's only one. What else is there? There's not all. And therefore, as opposed to has many legs, which means more than four legs, the usual. That exists by many. Although they don't have as many legs as a nadal, by the nadal is by the other ones, there is room in their bodies to add, but I'm glad to have more legs in other parts of the body. is their taich from kol So what does kol marberaglai means? Literally. Everyone, because there's a lot of marberaglaim. So that means literally. Urashi doesn't have to explain this. Allah shirotzim vazayin in them suk for marberaglaim. Any all the shirotzim that are in the category that have lots of legs, but over here we can't say all halacha gochan. There is no other halacha gochan like the snake. There is no other halacha arba like the akron. So therefore, we have to say that it means doime. Yud medafa befarshteim loydem. According to you, need to understand. Vi taich trashi. How does Rashi explain that Mar Beraglayim Zen Nadal Vichulu? It seems like Rashi said this is the Nadal. Here we're saying Kol means everybody has legs, and which is a lot that has more than four legs, which is everyone. But Rashi just says the Nadal Nitzrayim Di Kafilu Kigoy Nadal. Rashi didn't even write as for example Nadal. Rashi doesn't. If we're saying that the Kol means uh, any. Sheretz uh, that has many legs. But the Rebbe says that because the two previous cases already talking about a specific Sheretz, about a Nochosh and an Akrov, it's likely that this is also, even though the call means all of them. Is the Bir in the Since in the first two cases, the Heulach Al and the Barbara Glaim. And the Halarba, Halach Al Gochem Geber Halach Halarba. Main that pasuk ain't sheretz. The pasuk means only one sheretz. Nochosh va'akri v'kanal barucha. Is mistaber to zogun, so it's logical to say. As oich in dritten fall, marberaglayim, meit men ain't sheretz nadal. It's logical to conclude that it also means just one sheretz the nadal. On kol marberaglayim meit. Allah sugim in them inyan mean all categories in this in this kind of marberaglaim of marberaglaim. So itaka means the nadal. That's what the pasuk means. But the kol means all those that are with uh, many legs, and it's obvious. And Rashi doesn't have to say that or Rashi, but it's still the same category because they're all. Many leg, many leg, more than four legs. Or Rashi darfest it befarish zayin. 
whilst he's moving Meilo, Rashi doesn't need to explain this because this is self-understood. It doesn't say call what it means because that's self-understood. It says many times, I created to its kind. So this is its kind. It's the same mean. This is the mean, but it's Marbaraglaim. It's the same kind of Marbaraglaim. A very technical, I realize a very technical sikha, very detailed, and uh, needs to be studied well again, and maybe again to get all the uh, details and the um, nuances and how we learn it out, the Rebbe's explanation, but be for another time. Go weiter. The Hiroa, in this case, is a little easier. Yudalov, from the Hiroa is in Avedis Hashem, Ubagdim. Rebbe is going to give the lesson in the service of Hashem by first introducing is It would seem it's still not smooth. At least in the inner matter of things. At the end of the day, where does the snake walk? It doesn't really bend. He crawls on the mayof. On his stomach. That's only in the beginning. Uh, so why does the Torah not write? And if the Torah were said going on the Meyov, and then that would include everything. Said before that everything is not included because it goes higher up and then it that's the Gochin. Uh, and and therefore it has to be doyme. But why don't we say Mayov and then that would be anything that goes on the mayov. Not in them is the but this is a lesson in the service of Hashem. Chazal the Chazal say about the snake, do yitzer horim. That's the yitzer. And this is Torah is telling you about the snake. The Yetzer Horror kumpnit lechatchile b'avirken aiden. The Yetzer Horror does not come upright to convince a yid as overn ahilach al meyov that he should be going on his stomach. Not telling him that's the nochosh, that's the Yetzer Horror. Doesn't tell him go climb. Doesn't tell him gain krichen on ligin and yon achila. You should go and crawl, and you should be invested in food, etc. In yonim arzim in worldly, earthly matters. He starts off with walking bent down. Zain kop is lost. His head is lowered. Angeboyim. He's bent. As felt him in su morim enech morugaver, he is lacking. He doesn't raise his eyes upwards to see. The way you lower yourself, the way you fall to the ground, is by first not looking upwards, but going bent and not looking. 
Oberdos der Firt, but that leads a Sofkul Sof that in the end Verta Rahmanul Islam Anifalamayev he becomes he falls on his stomach, he falls down totally. Bikazal Zogan, as our sage of blessed memory say, Kakum Nosu Shal Yatzarhora, this is the craft of the Yatzarhora. Today he tells you do so, until he tells you go ahead and serve a On the far is the Eitzah, and therefore what's the advice? How to overcome the snake? Is by investing yourself, and your interest should be in matters of above. Torah bechlal, generally Torah. Put your mind to Torah, ubemyuchana specifically nistur primis at Torah, specifically in the hidden and the inner part of Torah. Was dos bavorin the minyan from hoyl of that protects you and cautions you. You shouldn't be bent down. You should be up. You should look up. Look up to Torah. Look up to Chassidus. On oich dos is merumas in unzer pasuk. This is also hinted, this idea in our verse. Vider Marsho is Mevair the Maimer Azal. The Marsho explains the saying of our sages. Our sages refer to the scribes, they call them Soifrim. Soifrim means counters. So it says in the Gemara, Lefi Koch Soifrim, the earlier one, the scholars, they were called. Counters show you soifrim kol oisius shabatoira. They would count all the letters. They were counted, counted every letter of the Torah. Shahoyu emrim. They would say vav, the letter vav of the word gochoin, by the snake al gochoin al gochen on the stomach. Is the vav is chetzion shel oisius shel sefatoira v'chulum. This is half the middle of the letter sefatoira v'chulum. Says the Marsha, what does this mean? These letters, all these letters to the right, the letters to the left, the letter to the uh, are all names, Kodesh Baruch's names. Shuhu Anister Gomur the Abishter is the complete hidden in the Torah that is hidden, the names and the Hashem is hidden in the Torah. But the left side and the power of impurity, that's the earlier nochash, that's the snake, the earlier snake. And so, that's why the Torah interrupted the letters of the Torah with the Vav, the Gochin, of the word Gochin. Lirmes, to give the hint. That as the letters of the Torah, according to the letters of the Torah, which are all Hashem's name, over there, the Nochosh, there's no place for the Tumor. The Vov, the Gochin, Maf Sikai. The vav of the gochen, which is refers to the uh, nochosh, that interrupts so that it cannot be 
no part of the left side uh, to go ahead and to cause any uh, impact. And that's what the Rebbe was talking about, that not to go down, but to be invested in Torah, and over there there is nothing hidden, and there's uh, there's uh, not going to be any impact from the Nochash. But this can be in two ways, as the Rebbe explains. Yud this interrupting, the vav that interrupts the power of the snake, needs to be nit nor the not just through the service of negating and destroying the power of the snake, but also by sorting out and elevating. Sorting the nachash, biz as vert nesapach lekedusha till he turns around to kedusha. The Chazal zogunay from pasuk as our sages of blessed memory say on the verse, "Kam oivav yashlim itoi zanachash." Also, the enemies will make peace with him with zanachash. Does haste? This means the nachash is take oivav. He's an enemy. Kam oivav. He's an enemy. The Shem says, I'll make a hatred between you and the Nochosh. From this will make Shalom, be a, a sorting out and elevation of the Nochosh. And their Birur, from Nochosh the Klippe. How do we sort out the Nochosh the Klippe? Is Durch Megalazine. The Mshoyrish for Nochosh the Klippa is by revealing the root of Klippa. When you go to the root of Klippa, that's where you can sort it out and you can elevate it because in its source it's actually Kedusha. Which means, We have sometimes the Nochosh uh, working when the Satan comes and tries to persuade the Chava. He meant it l'shem shemayim. He wanted that it should overcome. Pchinas nochosh de kedusha. That's the snake of kedusha. This is mavur in the minyan, as explained in the idea from the chash and the chishes that copper snake was Moshe Rabbeinu not gemacht that Moshe Rabbeinu made. So it says in the pasuk as durv vihibit al nachash and his chishes. Anybody that was bitten by those biting snakes, look to the copper snake that Moshe Rabbeinu made. Then they would look towards Hashem. They would do tshuva through that way. As Rashi explains, the dur the riya from bechinas nochos kasmoni the kedusha. So that the klapemaila is seeing the nochos of kedusha, the shoyrish from nochos the klipa, the root of nochos the klipa. That really the intention of trying to get a person to sin was not, but to overcome. Is So then he became alive after seeing and realizing, connecting to the source. The bitter for Nochosh the Klippa. That's sorted out Nochosh the Klippa. That's how it's translated over there with regards to the Nochosh that Moshe Rabbeinu made and brought the life to them. The same thing is over here. Also, this peace. 
between Nochash the Gedush and Nochash the Klippa in Nirmaz in Unzer Posuk is also hinted in our Posuk. And the Rebbe brings down that the Tzemach Tzedek is Mavayr Indian Hanal Vov Gochen Chetchen Shaloysus Shosefetor. He explains this matter. So he says, as their Vov Rabosi Fun Gochen, that large Vov in the word Gochen is Merames if Sphiras Atiferes, that hints to the severe of Tiferes. This is Oila Ada Keser, as it goes up, up till Keser. And the Far Hotzi Bekoyach to Mechaber Zain, that's why that Vov of goes up to Tiferes has the power to connect the Tzvei Chatzoyi Seifetoyre, the two part, two halves of the Seifetoyre. Those represent Chesed Gvura. Al Derech Hayedua, similar to what it's known, being Chatzoy Slaylo, about midnight. Ados is Mechaber, that the midnight connects the Tzvei Chatzoy Lailo, the two parts of the night, was the Ersta Chatzoy Lailo, is Yonik Fundin, nurtures from the level of judgment from Gvura, and the Tzvei, the second from Chesed, from Chesed. And therefore, and therefore, is their vov, the gochen mafsi koychanochos, the vov interrupts the power of the snake. For minikar sachanochos is for ribuat in tsumi misitra the smaller. Because the nurturing of the nochos comes from the many restriction of the left side. Ober durch der his kalalus von yuminun smoil. So when there is tsumim of sitra the smoil, you get the nochos. But when we include Yeminu Smoila, the Svirasatifares, through the Tiferes, Vert Nifsek Zain Yenushnika. That stops that nurturing, as the Tzemach Tzedek explained, the Vov, the Gochen, is the Tiferes. Vyashloimar. So we can say, as Oich der Sholem, Tzvishu Nochosh de Klippe, Un Shorshu Nochosh de Gedusha, the peace between Nochosh as it comes out in the Klippe, and the root of Nochosh de Gedusha is Durgdam Vov Rabosi. Comes through this large vov, because the connection between above and below, which is the loikitos amin, which is not as the min, the heretic, mistaken, he says, as from your half and up, you are uh, from hurmis, from the shade, he's telling the rabbi, and your bottom part is from a name for Hashem, is holy, basically, he told me, it's made up of two parts, there's no two parts. There is the vav that connects, there's no two parts. Through this middle line, which goes through from the one end, the most Upper end to the lowest end, and the faris are Isha Sholem, that's why he makes peace between Pamalia Shalmailo and Pamalia Shamata, the group of above and the group below. Bees, as Oichin and Nochos de Lamata, so that also in the snake below, Bert is Galas and Shoydish, the root becomes revealed, Bechinas Nochos de Gedusha and Nochos of Gedusha. When not there Sholem, Vedzain, this peace will be Begilui, openly, Bebeas Mashiach Tzidkenu. With the coming of Mashiach, was Oich Mashiach Vert, was Oich Mashiach Vert Angerufen Nochosh. 
he too is referred to as Nochash, Prodan Niratoyrat, not, but the Reifton, the Myashlim, Itoy, make peace with him, Ubekorev Mamesh, and very soon. This is Mesichas, Umaymer, Shabbos, Parshas, Shmini, Tovshin, Lamed.